Hello, hello, guys, and welcome back to Perfection Ponders, where I'm your host, Perfection, and I will be pondering. This is episode nine. Love is not mutually exclusive. So, guys, if you were here for the last episode, you would know that today we're starting a new kind of wave in the series where I'm really just going to be talking about how I feel about certain topics and context. And today I'm talking about the fact that love is not mutually exclusive. Um, I had actually written something out a couple weeks back, so I'm going to just read through that and maybe chat a little bit at the end. But I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I hope you guys enjoy. From a young age, we are often taught that love is meant to be possessive and competitive. A parent must have a favorite child. It's normal to feel jealous when your best friends make new friends, even to feel abandoned and neglected when your partners spend time with their other loved ones or indulge in their personal passions. I remember filling out a questionnaire on a dating app in my college years. One of the questions was something along the lines of, is jealousy important in a relationship? I nearly laughed at the question, thinking the answer to be an obvious no, and thought nothing of it. But to my astonishment, the large majority of the people I encountered on the app thought quite the opposite. I also often hear the remark that a jealous partner gives many a feeling of security and that their partner actually cares. Social media constantly praises overbearing possessiveness with jokes of spy cameras and trackers, you know? And so... I find myself wondering, why can't we love and be loved without comparing the love between all the relationships in our lives? I'm not referring to lust, but genuine, pure, authentic love, concern, kindness, and admiration. I find it a terrible thing to have to choose love for one over love for another, but it seems to be common practice. The social standard makes it easy to convince myself that staying single forever would allow me to love freely, but even then loneliness may arise. As most, including those that I love, will succumb to the bounds of this normalized and perpetuated idea that we can only truly love one person or thing at a time. But even if I were to partake in mainstream romantic monogamy, the reality of loneliness is still tangible. What do you do when the only person you are allowed to love suddenly dies? or even in the moments when your passions or ways of thought don't align? Who can you turn to for comfort and understanding when those ties have been severed in order to pour all of one's attention into something that is no longer, or in a particular way, happens to be insufficient? Most are not willing to show love and comfort to someone who has previously evoked feelings of neglect, especially if they feel like a second option or rebound. Why is it expected of me to abandon love for all of those in my life in order to honor one relationship? Why is it anticipated that my partner feel threatened by the relationships I have with others? As long as I reassure them of their importance to me through words, actions, open and honest communication, why should that love be questioned? I'm no stranger to jealousy. It is an honest and real emotion. But I don't believe it should constrain the lives of those we love most. Jealousy has more to do with our own insecurities than our loved one's ability to be faithful and consistent. If faithfulness and consistency are truly at question, then maybe the relationship isn't precisely as valuable as we have convinced ourselves of. To me, there seems to be something innately wrong with the possessive take on love. 
Such a mentality enables objectification and deters communal dependence, which is very important for development in every aspect of life and is innate to us as humans, as social beings. As a result, I find that this mentality is a huge contributor to depression and feelings of neglect, betrayal, and isolation. I also wish that we as a society could work together to separate authentic love from feelings of lust and desire. Not that the second is negative, but the distinction is vital in building a healthier society. All right, I I really just went through a lot there. I think I want to break it down a little bit, um, kind of further explain myself. I haven't seen this piece in a while. Um, So what I'm getting at here is that, for one, I, I mentioned it towards the end that I'm not particularly talking about romantic love. I'm talking about just affection for other people. I find that there are a lot of people who have big emotions and they like to share big emotions. And there are a lot of people who are sexual beings and want to be sexual with a lot of different people. Um, and they can often be grouped into the same category. And I think that's very unfair to the people who have big hearts and big emotions and want to share those emotions because it's a normal thing to want to do that. Not that, you know, wanting to be a sexual being is a bad thing, but I don't, I, I think it's a terrible thing to constrain someone's emotional gauge with the world. And with the world does also mean with other people, you know? Um, it's one thing to commit to someone and be like, hey, uh, you made an g- agreement at the beginning. Both of y'all agreed upon the fact that this is the the foundation of our relationship. These are the boundaries of our relationship. We will and will not do this. If you guys both agreed to that from the start, then fair enough. But if you met someone and you know them to be a very social person, you know them to be a very intimate person, um, you know, to build very intimate friendships and relationships, it's not fair to dive into a relationship with them and expect them to cut everybody else off. And that's essentially what I'm getting at here. It's like being emotional with a lot of people, loving a lot of people is completely normal. And it is possible to be platonic with a lot of people, but still be affectionate towards them and still love them a lot. And that's okay. I feel like people shouldn't be jealous of their partners for caring about other people. That's unfair. That's truly unfair. And you're constricting them to the space in life when you're the only person that they can depend on emotionally. You're the only person that they can rely on emotionally. That's extremely controlling. And it it reduces the amount. Like we get serotonin. We get dopamine from like interacting with other humans. You're You're forcing them to be in a place where they're not allowed to express that. And again, that's how you end up feeling isolated. That's how you end up feeling depressed. That's how you end up feeling like you can't relate to people. I feel like a lot of people are definitely capable of this and do a great job of managing it. But a lot of people truly don't understand what it means to care about someone and be in a relationship. They think that I must be the only one. And if I'm not the only one, then you don't really care about me. I disagree. I don't believe that that's true. Again, like I said, you can start off a relationship having boundaries with someone. And if you both agree and understand that, then cool. But you can't force your boundaries onto someone else. And you also have to try to understand where they're coming from. You can't look at someone and be like, oh, if I were you, you know, I'd definitely be sleeping with the person that, I, that I'm that i always talking to. Um, that's you. 
that that is you projecting your own reality onto someone else's lived experience because just because you're that kind of person doesn't make everybody else that kind of person and people should really acknowledge that and then even on the sexual side of things I think it's similar in a way it's like you know you have to understand the kind of person that you're involving yourself with you can't change people you can't expect people to be the kind of person that you want them to be And then it also goes vice versa. If you're someone and you understand yourself and the kind of person you are, you can't force someone to accept you for who you are. You have to be willing to let them go and let them find what makes them feel comfortable. You know, you can express to them, hey, this is the kind of person I am. And that doesn't mean you have to be an asshole about it. You can explain to them, hey, look, this is the kind of person I am. This is the thing that I'll do. And I don't, I don't expect to change for people. I do like you. I do love having you in my life, but this is the kind of person that I am. And I'm not willing to let go of that. And I hope you can respect that. And if you can, I hope you find someone who can give you what you desire because I know I'm not capable of giving you what you want. You don't have to be a dick about it. And also people, you should be more fluid. You guys should be more fluid about meeting new people, learning new people, not making it always about a romantic expectation. Like, like stop having this desire, this expectation for people, always wanting something from someone. You can have a conversation with someone and gain simply the conversation, just the knowledge of getting to know someone from it and just accept that and be happy with that and gain from that. It's part of the reason, again, why I think people are so unhappy they just want they tend to want to always want something there's always this transactional um like like idea behind people and then when people see that people aren't being transactional and they're like so fluid and so happy with talking to a bunch of people and being kind there's always this assumption that oh well they're probably a hoe or oh they're probably this or they're probably that or see they can't they can't uh, be kind to someone or love someone nicely they're probably so deceitful and so mean or or they're fake or they're wearing a mask it's always no no Again, this could potentially be you projecting a reality that you have within yourself onto other people. Learn yourself, understand yourself, see who you are, and try to allow people to live their lives happily without being a negative impact, without seeing the worst in their reality. It is perfectly okay for people to love multiple people. And people should love multiple people. However, that love entails itself is really up to the individual but you can't control someone's life and the way they choose to love and the way they choose to show empathy and affection and kindness that is not anyone else's duty for anyone else this is how you have people who lie to each other and people who deceive each other and people who lead each other on for years because they're not willing to feel comfortable around each other because they're forced into a box of life that they don't feel comfortable in So they try to uphold that identity for the individuals who constrict them to those restraints. And that makes, honestly, in the end, all be all, it doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help anyone. You don't actually know the person that you think you know. And that person's not happy because they're constantly lying to the people that they love and lying to themselves a lot of the time. Let people do as they please. And try to understand the difference between malicious intent and and genuineness. There is a huge difference. But yeah, I don't think love should be mutually exclusive. I think it's possible to love multiple people simultaneously. 
Um, I mean, if you want to take my words and spin them and make it a self, a kind of selfish kind of thing, I, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm just coming from a personal perspective to each their own on how they want to perceive this information. Me personally, I don't really care to be sexually intimate with multiple people, but I am a very emotionally intimate person. I like getting to know people on deeper levels, supporting people, understanding people. And honestly speaking, when I am on that level with people, I don't like when they flirt with me. I don't like when they try to make passes at me. That makes me feel extremely uncomfortable. Um, I prefer just to have intimate relationships with people on a platonic level. I really, truly appreciate that. Uh, and you can see that, too, when I talk to people. Like People make passes at me, and I just like kind of just stop talking or like I laugh it off or I change the topic I don't like stuff like that but I do like being emotionally intimate I remember I was talking to a guy once he was jealous of a friendship that I had and the guy that I was friends with essentially saved my life at some point and you know that person made me laugh and that person was a joy to be around and I was happy to have that person in my life but I wasn't interested in that person in that way and I don't see myself being with that person in that way and I'm perfectly comfortable with that but the guy I was talking to he had his own impressions of the idea he knew what that meant for him he knew that in his life if he had a friend like that how he'd feel about that friend um but he projected his own identity his own perceptions of life onto me and that's not my reality it doesn't matter how my friend feels about it. I know how I feel about it. And that's just not, you know, what I'd like to do or where I'd like to be. Um, So also it also comes down to just having boundaries and knowing, you know, where you stand with certain people in your life and how you feel about them. Just upholding that regardless of like the small temptatious moments when you feel a certain kind of way, just acknowledge that, you know, you feel a certain type of way about someone and you just have enough respect for yourself and that person to maintain a consistent relationship. You know, that's what I think. I think it's a lot about boundaries and, and self-control and respect. And if you don't have a problem with any of those things, then you're more than capable of loving multiple people without offending anyone in the process. Um, as long as they're understanding and respectful of your boundaries and your emotions. So that's my take on the matter. Um, my feelings on love. Um, love is a beautiful thing and I think we need more of it. I think people should be giving each other hugs, should be checking in on each other. Just platonic love is so important and I, I'm not seeing a significant amount of it. Craziest thing to me is like when you're friends with someone and then they get in a relationship and they kind of like cut you off. Like they start acting funny with you. They don't spend time with you anymore. That's so that sucks to me because that tells me that it was never a platonic relationship. That tells me that you have alternative motives and that you don't actually value our friendship. That's what I hear when I see that. Uh, because to me, like I said, I, I really value platonic relationships and I respect those relationships in a platonic manner. So to see that kind of behavior is really disheartening. It's like, OK, so you're really only here for that other thing you're only around because you desired something from me not because you genuinely cared about me or you genuinely wanted to see me succeed in life and I think that's very unfortunate and don't get me wrong like 
I understand that when people get in relationships, they want to invest in that relationship. And especially in the beginning, you may want to spend more time to really get to know the person and build in that person. So you may fall off of other relationships for some time. Understandable. But I do want to recognize that it's important to maintain those outside relationships whenever you remember, whenever you get the chance. Um, because they, they're so important. They really are just as important as a romantic relationship. I don't, obviously they have two different roles. They have different roles, but I do think that they are significantly important. That day will come when you, let's say you have a certain hobby and you're interested in skiing and your significant other has no care in the world for skiing you will have a disconnect from your partner in that way if you don't have anyone else to talk to about it explore about it you'll feel grief for your hobby if you don't maintain relationships that like have that passion with you are just as passionate about that thing with you so honestly i think it would be helpful for your intimate romantic relationship if you have other people you could talk to about that as opposed to forcing them to be a part of some of an interest that they have no care for or even as opposed to neglecting this interest because you have no one you can relate to about it so there are reasons why um having intimacy having admiration having enjoying life with other people other than your romantic partner is a beautiful thing we should really like value them for what they truly are. They are significantly important. Relationships, romantic relationships are truly important. And so are platonic relationships. Friendships are truly important. And we should all show them the value and the respect and, and you know, effort that they, they deserve. They are extremely meaningful. More people should just love each other just to love each other. And that's my take on it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I know people are going to have, like, very different opinions about this topic in particular. I think I'm going to post my whole um, essay on this somewhere. Or I don't even know how to describe it. But, yeah, I'll post it somewhere so people could actually read it and, um, I guess, dive into it a bit. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with this. I, I don't really care. <laughs> um like I said, I feel like the way we act in today, the way we're so exclusive about the way we show love and the way we spread love, I think that's a big part of the reason why so many people are depressed. Um, so we should do better. Also, I've acknowledged that at least in American culture, uh, we're big on like reprimands and, you know, punishment and having laws and restrictions against what people can and cannot do. If you understand where I'm coming from. And that you can see that in every aspect of our lives. When we jump into relationships like you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. Instead of saying, hey, you know, this is how you love people. This is how you have boundaries. This is how you have respect for yourself and those around you. I think that's what we should be more focused on. Instead of what we can't do, what we should do and how we should do it. Simon Sinek, he loves to mention pilots and how... Uh, when someone doesn't want, like if they don't want the pilot to hit a particular obstacle, they don't tell the pilot, um, don't hit the obstacle. They guide them in a particular course around the obstacle. They don't even mention the obstacle because once you mention the obstacle, everyone's focused on the obstacle. And I feel like that lesson can be used in so many different aspects of life. Um, I think it's better to just teach people, hey, these are the right things to do. This is how you do this. 
this can be helpful. Let's try this way. Let's understand how we feel. Let's work on it as opposed to being like, oh, these are the reprimands for acting the way that you've acted. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all I have to say on the topic. Um, thanks again for listening. Really appreciate you all. Deuces. <laughs>